This time on Geek Pod Blue. Warning, station is now code blue. is what we are going to talk about today. We are going to talk about uh, one of the linchpins of the the Christian uh, Christmas myth, uh, the Immaculate Conception. And science says it's impossible. And that's it for this episode. Till next time, tuck and roll, kids. I'm kidding. I wouldn't actually do that to you guys. Now, interestingly enough, I found out that the Immaculate Conception does not actually refer to... Uh, the whole Virgin Mary, you know, getting pregnant with Jesus and then giving birth. They're, they're two complete, basically, they're, they're, they're different things. The Immaculate Conception was actually the birth of Mary, apparently a person who was free of sin or free of a stain. Uh, as, you know, any of you who are familiar with religion know, after the Garden of Eden, all human beings were supposedly born with sin. Uh, but apparently Mary was not born with sin. There was an angel that protected her during her conception. So it is actually the birth of Mary that is the Immaculate Conception, or creation of Mary. Um, the, the conception of Jesus is known as the virgin birth. And uh, we all know the story. You know, an angel came down, told Mary she was going to have a kid. She was like, well, how can I have a child? Because, you know, I've, I've not had sex with anybody. And he was like, God just makes shit happen. And that's pretty much, you know, how the whole story goes. You know, Jesus was born and all that. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is this story is not a new story. Not a new story by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, in fact, the idea of a virgin birth is uh, goes back much, much further than that. Uh, to many pagan, uh, pagan stories and... Uh, history and uh, a lot of others. Uh, for example, the Egyptians, the Greek. I mean, there are so many mythological heroes that were supposedly born uh, without an, any kind of actual conception or sexual act. Uh, you could write books on that, and they have. Now, we're not going to focus on the mythological heroes because in my uh, research, I found there really are far too many examples of this uh, for me to actually go through in this episode. But we're going to focus on a few things just to kind of show you that the the Christmas story is a story that's been told before. And uh, a lot of uh, Christians will take uh, exception and be offended at that fact. You know, basically, you know, they don't like the idea that they are just the newfangled pagans. But, I mean, Christianity does borrow a lot of stuff from paganism, which is, you know, something I've discussed on the show in the past. Uh, I'm not going to get into any of that because this is about... Enjoying the holiday season, learning some new things, and hopefully um, getting some entertainment out of this. Uh, but certainly, this is not a new story at all. Now, if we were to look at historical figures, um, Alexander, uh, Ptolemies, and the Caesars were said to have been virgin-born uh, by a lot of scholars uh, and a lot of stories uh, that were told. Uh, there are different versions of those stories that uh, you know go throughout history, but the ones I want to focus on are actually some of the other religions because I find those a bit more interesting, at least through this lens. Now, if we're going to talk about Hinduism, 
Um, the story uh, of Krishna, the deity, is uh, is an agent of conception and also the offspring. So basically what had happened is uh, the divine Vishnu himself descended into the womb of uh, Krishna's mother, Devakai, and was born as her son. Now, uh, the Hindu Vishnu Purana says, Devaki bore her it bore in her womb the lotus-eyed deity before the birth of Krishna. No one could bear to gaze upon Devaki from the light that invested her, and those who contemplated her radiance felt their minds disturbed. Now, this is occasionally brought up of evidence or the hypothesis of the virgin birth being common in non-Christian religions. Uh, Going on from there, we can talk about Buddhism. Now, the stories of Buddha's unusual birth developed throughout the centuries. Um, there are two accounts uh, that tell of uh, the descent of the future Bodhisvata from the Tusita body. I am reading some shit from Wikipedia right now, um, just so you know, into the mother's room. Now, it, it, basically they say the description of the incarnation is now the posse brethren when as Bodhisat, why can't we use regular words? He ceased to belong to the host of heaven, host of heaven delight, and descended into his mother's womb, mindful and self-possessed. So basically, they are saying that you know Buddha was born of a god. He just descended into his mother's womb and was born like that. Some people say that uh, he entered her side in the form of a white elephant and things like that. They also say that he took seven great steps when he was born, and on the seventh shouted, I am the chief of the world. Very interesting there. That sounds like a Charlie Sheen thing to do. In China, we have the story of the abandoned one, uh, Qi, that's spelled Q-I, the abandoned one, who later became known as Haoji. Uh, he's a, a the god of agriculture, basically, uh, in some accounts was to have been conceived when his mother, Jiang Yuin, stepped into a footprint left by the supreme god Shangdi. Now, if you can imagine that, stepping in a footprint and ending up pregnant, that's got to suck. And how do you explain that to your family, your parents, your husband, if you have one, uh, who you haven't had sex with for a very long time? I'm guessing that would be an incredibly awkward conversation. Um... Also, uh, in China, uh, some uh, Taoist schools say that Laozi was conceived when his mother gazed upon a falling star. He was born while his mother was leaning against a plum tree and was said to have emerged as an old man with a full gray beard. Now, he is also known by the name Old Master, so maybe that is, you know, a part of that allure and part of that mystique. Um, I'm thinking birthing a senior citizen would be pretty traumatic to just about anybody. Also in China, there are legends of the birth of Aboji, also known as Yi. He was the Emperor Taizu of Lao. Now, according to the legends, his mother dreamed that the sun fell from the sky and into her bosom, which allowed the pregnancy to happen. When she gave birth, the room is said to have become filled with mysterious light and extraordinary fragrance. I'm sure something smelled like something. As a newborn, his body was that of a three-year-old, and the legends say that he was walking at the age of three months. Um, that is certainly uh, scary, I mean, to a degree. Uh, if you give birth to a child that looks about three and is, you know, walking around and stuff, that seems like something you'd hear, see in a horror movie. I hope you guys can hear Ollie Fur in the background. He's being so cute. Yes, yes, come here. I will pet you while I try to scroll through all of the research I've collected here. Now, interestingly enough, now you may or may not know this, but in the uh, religion of Islam, Jesus actually exists. Uh, even though their their main prophet is Muhammad, um, Jesus was born 
very similar to how he was in the Christian Bible, and they do say that he was a prophet of God. They don't believe that he was the son of God, uh, which I'm sure makes a lot of Christians angry. Uh, but they still actually uh, maintain the whole idea of a, mergin, or a virgin birth. Basically, uh, it goes that Mary was visited by Gabriel and told that she will give uh, birth to a son. And he said, when God wants to create matter, he merely wills it, and things come into being. Now, after uh, giving birth, the Quran says that while G uh, Mary was resting against the trunk of a tree, Jesus spoke to Mary, instructing her to shake the tree and obtain its fruits. And after she uh, showed Jesus as a newborn to her family, Jesus again spoke and said, Lo, I am God's servant. God has given me the book and made me a prophet. Bless, bless, eh, blessed he has made me wherever I may be, and he has enjoined me to pray and give alms so long as I live and likewise to cherish my mother. You know, I'm not really, I don't usually struggle with reading things, but biblical stuff and religious stuff, they just write it in such strange ways. Uh, apparently, there's also some ideas that uh, Muhammad was a virgin birth as well. Uh, basically saying, uh, after the death of, of the Abdullah, his wife, Amana had a vision where the angels visited her and informed her she would soon give birth to a boy and told her to name him Muhammad. Uh, when Muhammad was born, uh, apparently Amana was visited by uh, several different uh, beings, Hawa, Asya, and Mary, the Virgin Mary, with angels to help her. Uh, I find that interesting that uh, the family of Jesus would be pulled into the Muhammad birth myth. Uh, also, the uh, poet Kabir was said to have been born of a virgin widow. Uh, she was a Hindu, uh, through the palm of her hand. So it was kind of like she stuck her hand out and said, you know, baby power or something. I don't know. Um, Kabir was sent down the river in a basket, and he was found and adopted by a family of Muslim we weavers. Um, apparently, he was secretly descended or secretly descended from the Hindus. Uh, but was part of the Quran anyway, and it's an interesting combination of the two cultures. Now, there are other traditions that span uh, the Aztecs and Mongolia and Japanese Native American, even the Native American, the great peacemaker uh, called Deguanda, was... Um, his mother was apparently a virgin, so the birth was miraculous. Um, Japanese also have, a, it's very common in Japanese folklore, including the Momotaro, or the peach boy, who was found inside a giant peach floating in a river. Uh, in, in the Japanese ones, they tend to have babies, maybe not necessarily coming out of a woman, but out of a thing, uh, which certainly fits with uh, a, a lot of mythology, you know, where they, they come up with interesting ideas or ways to to tell a story that are similar to things that happen in real life but are different. Uh, even the the Aztecs, you know, uh, Quetzalcoatl uh, was basically born to a virgin by the name of Chalman. Now the god Omateotol, teetotaler, I don't know, uh, appeared in, in a dream or uh, gave her a, a, an emerald to swallow. And uh, the third story about that was she was hit in the womb by an arrow bolted uh, by uh, a god named Mixcody, and nine months later, she gave birth to Quetzalcoatl. So basically, uh, shot in the gut with an arrow, gave birth to a kid. Uh, weird, weird shit. I really don't understand you religious people, how you can even buy any of this. You know, but yeah, that's, that's just me. That's just my opinion. Uh, basically, the whole point of this episode is that, well, if you're celebrating the virgin birth of Jesus for Christmas, have at it, have fun. We're, we're all rooting for you. We just want to have a good holiday. We want everybody to love each other and maybe make the world a slightly better place. Um, just keep in mind, 
This is not a new story. It's existed since the beginning of time. And two million years from now, when Christianity has been replaced 67 times by 67 other religions, every single one of those will probably have a virgin birth as one of its linchpins as well. That's just the way the world goes. And that's pretty much it for this episode. I did get a text message while I was uh, reading all that, but I was struggling with the words. I did not catch it. Hold on. Let me see what Paul has to say today. And he says, On the sixth day of Christmas, my Hugh friend gave to me six bottles of beer I put in the back of my fridge and reach for a Coors Light. Well, we can't all have good taste. And on that note, I think I may have a few bottles in the back of my fridge that need my attention. I will see you guys tomorrow. Till then, tuck and roll, kids. GeekPod Blue is a GeekPod Network production. Executive producers Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Concept created by Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Intro is Opportunity by Jameis Breed. Closing is Bucket by Jameis Breed. Both licensed for use by Dennis Johnston. Want to help the show? Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. GeekPod can be reached at contribute at geekpod.com or send us a tweet at geekpod. That's G33KPOD. You can also find GeekPod on Facebook and Instagram. G33KPOD. That's G33KPOD.